Warning, this podcast is rated not safe for work for profanity, sexual innuendo, and general silliness. I shouldn't have started recording because now all I can think about is Brandy throwing up on me. <laughs> and that's how we're starting too. the podcast this week. Welcome! Not <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Macabre Academy. <laughs> Where we throw up on each other. Anywho. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I'll so stab you in the eye. So that the was Brandy. <laughs> I'm Nerdy Witch Steffi. And yeah, yeah we got to do roll call every once in a while in case we have a new listener. Get used to our voices. So we just what? We just did the math. And between our listeners and our Patreon, it's 666. Brandy did Because we're going to hell. Jump the fuck on. Let's go. <laughs> Actually, we are going to hell today. If you think about Good it. Life. Right? So I was in hell today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the box club is hell, but we're going to figuratively go to hell in the podcast. Okay. So we are looking at the death goddesses, and this has been the biggest thing on my plate for the last couple of, what, months? that we've been yeah. working on this and we keep pushing it back, pushing it back. So uh, here we are. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I honestly have run out of what month it is. I'm not even counting months. I'm just counting apocalypses now. Mm. You're not wrong. Well, it's important. I think right now to look at the death deities, the clothonic goddesses. And we all know that I wrote a blog on our website, the Macabre Academy on the importance. So I'm going to just touch a little bit here before we get balls deep in the subject, so to speak. Um, But we divide these ladies up, so. But when I say clothonic deities, that's not like, that's not part of my normal vernacular. So anybody want to take a stab at what clothonic means? No, it's a big word. It means deities or gods that are related to the subterranean underworld or the home to the souls of the dead. They're also associated with ritual sacrifices back when cults made offerings to the gods in or beneath the ground itself, because that's where they thought. Santa Muerta. Yes. But these offerings were buried into pits underground and then liquids were poured over top. It's kind of like where you get that porn one out from my homies thing that passed that people do, you know, when you pour one out, the 40 on the ground, that's literally comes from this. I don't think they know that. But the idea is that if you give a dead thing to the deity of the dead, then they might not take a life that you valued. In classical mythology, so of course we're looking at Greek, uh, dreaded deities of hell were also so feared that they are normally, they can be nameless um, and only be called by euphemisms. Like in Harry Potter, he who shall not be named, right? That's indicative of a clothonic deity. Also, weirdly enough, they appear in the form of serpents, which are low to the ground and are not only associated with tombs and death, but also like esoteric knowledge and like the tree of life shit. Chthonic deities are also ancestral spirits represented by the ghosts of the dead as well. They come with a warning label, though. Like you don't want to you want to be careful calling on a death deity because it's rolling the dice as rulers of the underworld. Chthonic deities can torment the souls of the dead and reign over chaos darkness gloom and evil spirits be sure you're willing that you want to get what you want at any cost because you don't know the price that you're paying 
as Christianity took over pagan beliefs, Clothonic deities came uh, associated increasingly with evil and the devil, even though this is not what pagan peoples of the past really thought. But that's why it's important that we look at the goddesses through their cultural lens. Death always wasn't viewed as bad. It was just a fact of life. It's necessary in the cycle of birth, death, and rebirth. So just as you want to please like benevolent gods, right? Uh, you also want to appease the ones that would cause chaos and that wardens your soul when you leave this world. They all can deal with things that we can't understand, like fear, death, and chaos, giving it personification to help us cathargically wade through the waters of the unknown. Having an understanding helps give us control over it, so those personifications are really useful. They've also come into the limelight lately, lately as times are rapidly changing with us facing great uncertainty. So I think we need them more than ever. And even I needed them more than ever in that blog post. So this series, we got, what, nine goddesses? Is that right? Nine? That's what I wrote down was nine. I feel like we all had four. Yeah, Yeah, I think I'm missing some. All right, tell me which one I'm missing, because we're looking at the Morgan, who's Irish, Hell from Norse, Santa Muerta from Mexico, Mitoteca Sigulo from the Aztec, Ereshkigal from Sumeria, Hakate from the Greek, Mamam Burget from Haitian traditions, Isis the Egyptian god, and I have Magawain from the Philippines. Who are we missing? Then we have like my four, which so I have can't be Kali. I have hold on, hold on. Where's my other one? They're all in here. Memphis. No, that's not how you say that. I don't know how to say it. Welcome to my god awful pronunciation. Um, How do you spell it? Listen, I have to find it again. It's N-E-P-T-H-Y-S. Nephys? Yeah, totally. Sure. Nephys. That's okay. We're from Pittsburgh. We'll, we'll forgive you because you're, you're yep. up first, Brandy, with your death goddesses. Yeah, I got Kali and Isis. They're easy to say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still going to fuck say. some shit up. Don't worry. Okay. I believe in you. You got this, Brandy. It's going to be brandy You can do it. Brandy's trash, so let's see. Okay. Are we ready? Ready. Let's do it. I mean, my my uh, my intro was a little more somber than I had planned, but whatever. That's okay. Listen. Let's roll. Let's fucking <laughs> shit right now. It's fine. Okay, so we're going to start with Kali. So she is, her origin is Hindu. Her symbols are the sword and dance. Her consort, which, does that mean like husband? That means like sex partner. Okay, so her sex partner is Shiva? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and then this uh, the other name that she goes by, uh, yeah, there's no fucking way. It's like Kashika. I like Ka- I like the pronunciation Kashika. It's K A U S H I K A. Kashika sounds right, right? Yeah, I'll so give we'll it to we'll go you. with it. Yeah, I'm not going to change okay. it for that. Just <laughs> ask Kina tomorrow. You should ask Kina. So She's sometimes considered to be a strong mother-like figure and symbolizes motherly love. Get that the fuck out of your mouth. (laughs) 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 The cat picked up a pen and started chewing on it. Don't fucking die. Anyway. That's okay. My little crackhead's in here. I'm waiting to yell at him for (laughs) She just flipped on a dime. (laughs) I know. She's looking at a motherly figure. Get that out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that 
Mark, Kali just spoke through you. <laughs> if that's not motherly, I don't know what the fuck is. Anyway. So she's commonly known as the goddess of death and time. And she's associated with violence and sexuality. So they said that she's a reincarnation of Shiva's wife, Parvati. Parvati, yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's how you say it. Her name is derived from Sanskrit. It means she who is black Sanskrit. or she who is death. It's whatever. I like Sanskrit better. Listen, that's how I wrote it down, too. <laughs> we need some Sanskrit up in here. <laughs> like, I'm not good. Um, I'm going to make but, you a dress out of the sand. <laughs> no, come on. Brandy's out of her comfort zone. I'm proud. I'm proud I of you. sand, also. Like, we're just done with that. <laughs> um, so it means she who is black or she who is death. Whenever like she's considered an embodiment of time, it's basically she's devouring everything. So she's just destroying everything and destroying time. So it doesn't matter. I like that. And then one of the most she's one of the most widely recognized Hindu goddesses today. Mm-hmm. And she's one of the few that people still make blood sacrifices to. Mm-hmm. Kalima, Kalima. Okay, so, so now, what's that? Oh, well, like, uh, just interesting because I took a, a course on the Hindu goddesses in college because of my major, right? And what's interesting is like all this death and blood and chaos that you're talking about with how she was originally depicted, right? Like in these images, very gruesome. But to mainstream her as time has gone on, you'll see this sweet beautiful face with her tongue sticking out like i'm all cute in a selfie just to modernize her even though she's still the embodiment of these things i'll have to get pictures up on the uh, instagram for our listeners okay so we're gonna get into the dark shit let's do it so some of the legends and stories the birth of kali was when durga the warrior goddess um so she had 10 arms and each carried a different type of weapon and she was riding into battle on a lion. A motherfucking lion. I want to ride a lion. I want to ride a lion. Right? And she fought with the buffalo demon. There's no pronouncing this word. Wait, wait, wait. Buffaloes aren't native to India. Exactly. That's what I thought. I don't know if it's like he looked like a buffalo or if it was like something like that was the way they were describing him. There could be a couple things going on, which is why my brain just, like, lit up, so I apologize. That's okay. But, like, there is these things from different cultures that shouldn't know about the other thing. And they're weird. They're weird, like, how every society has, like, a Masonic figure that dies and Mm -hmm. is reborn, things like that. But this culture might have traded or something, like, in the past Okay. That we didn't know of so that they might have, like, it's seen as something foreign and invasive to that okay, culture. Yeah. So that might be why she's battling a buffalo. Right. I mean, that but makes sense because I don't also, understand why we would bring a buffalo in. Yeah, I think it's a symbol of foreignness. Okay. Um, also in Hindu culture, the more arms, the more, like, religious, the more, the more powerful you are. As a god. So the fact that she has 10 means she's a badass bitch motherfucker. Perfect. Yeah. So you want to try to pronounce this name? I will try. M-A-H-I-S-H-A-S-U-R-E. 
No, I don't. <laughs> Mahasher. Spell that again. M A H I. So Mahi Shasher. Yeah, go with that. Well, Letters. that's the only time I'm ever going to say it. It's fine. All right. Well, we have a spelling. I wanted to try. Go ahead. Try. Okay. Give it a go. M A H I S H A S U R E. Mahi Shasher. That sounds about right. Sure. Sounds like the Shusher. That's who Durga was fighting. So as her fury grew and as she got angrier and more pissed off at this fucking buffalo demon, her fury grew and formed Kali. So Kali, immediately after being formed, ate all of the demons around her. Love it. And like, if that's not goals, what is? Like, I was just born, but I just ate all of those demons. Eat dicks. So then she fucking de- decapitates them and makes a necklace out of their heads. Yeah, she's depicted wearing those severed like, I heads. I love that. <laughs> I love it. So another... I have a necklace of soap ears. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, we're not shocked. Proceed. <laughs> so another legend is called the Band of Thieves. So Kali was me. And if she was angered, she would seek revenge always. No matter what. She's getting you back. So a group of thieves wanted to make a human sacrifice to the god, but they chose a monk. And that was not a good plan. Bad idea. Fucked up. Yeah. So when Kali found out, she decapitated the thieves and spent the rest of the day tossing the decapitated heads around for fun. Like she was playing football with severed heads? Basically just like killing that too, like just tossing them around like balls. I I would definitely juggle. Right? Like, that's fucked up, and I love it. If I knew how to juggle. So, we're going to get into family for her, and then we'll get into her appearance. So, she was the consort of Shiva. She was the dynamic aspect of the duo, while Shiva was the silent one. So, she was the outspoken woman and was like, listen, I'm in charge of this group. Like, fuck you. Which is, uh, just pointing out, patriarchal society. Mm Mm-hmm. So for him to be the quiet one and her to be, like, outspoken just shows how powerful she was. And then the two of them together fulfill the highest supreme, and they balance each other's powers out. The yin and the yang. Yep. Mm -hmm. She's usually depicted with either black or blue skin, naked except for a painted clay crown, has multiple arms anywhere from between 4 to 18, which is, like, a really big range. And each arm is typically holding something different. A so deadly. Like, no. Oh, okay. What is she holding? So like a dagger, a cup, chakras, a whip, bell, sword, trident, drum, a lotus bud. I think mm-hmm. that's to like kind of complement her um, fragility of being a woman, but still being a god. Mm-hmm. And then a shield. And she usually has eight feet. Which just fucks me up because I hate feet. Like, no, you can take those the fuck home. So she typically symbolizes change, hope, courage, rebirth, joy, and cleansing. Mm-hmm. And then some of the things that like depict her are swords, which makes sense because she'll fucking cut your head off and you need a sword for that. Honey, flowers, and then dancing. Mm-hmm. And then... 
like in the symbols, she's almost always got at least four arms, which equal the complete circle of life, creation, destruction, and everything in between. Her right hands are considered the creative side. So anything that she would use to be creative would be on her right side. And then her left side would be the destructive side. That's interesting because the brain is actually wired for like creativity on the one side and then math yeah. and logic on the other. And they mm-hmm. have an embodiment of that in a pre-science. Exactly. And like they could not have known that. Well, they did know it. They just didn't know how to. Well, I mean, they couldn't scientifically Proof. prove it. That's what that's But what they knew at. it. Yeah. yeah. And then she's depicted with a sword, which symbolizes knowledge using the sword, cuts away ignorance, and opens gates of freedom. And then she's depicted with three eyes, meaning the sun, the moon, the fire, or the past, present, and future. So she's, like, Mm all-seeing. That's all I have on her. You did good. See? I told you they were short, but good. You did good. Because, I mean, we're going to start seeing as we get into your next goddess and then my goddess's themes. Like, these exactly. are overarching themes. Right. Um, and it's weird that, all again, all of these cultures, these death goddesses all have the same themes, feels, symbols. It's just a weird universal truth that is just mind-blowing to me. Especially because there wasn't a way for them, like, to communicate as easily back then. So for them to all kind of have, like, the same kind of stuff. Yeah, wait until you hear... Something was happening. Right. It's, it's, it's something primordial. That's why I always consider the death goddesses primordial. Because even though there's, like, timestamps of where these deities are being worshipped and where their lore comes from, because they're they're so unified i feel like it's something primordial it's pre-people that's like embedded kind of like what like the that um the lore of dragons is born out of the primordial fear of dinosaurs left over from when we were like chimps there's a theory on that which i love sense yeah right so okay are we ready for is it isis yes ma'am yes okay isis is a big one because terrorist group no. Listen, I just kept wanting to say is is, like is is, and then I was like, I kind of like that better. You can do that. I mean, there's like seven different ways to pronounce each goddess. Some goddesses have several different spellings. And if is 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 speaking to your spirit, by all means, then call her is is. Um, she's a heavy hitter though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna that's fine. Interject and do what you got to do. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't feel bad. All right, fine. you got this. Go. Okay, so she is, or her origin is Egypt. Her symbols, girlfriend, I can't, the Thet. Sure. T-H-E-T. Sure. Yep. And the Set. Her consort is Osiris. Mm-hmm. And then her other names are Ost, like August, but not. Sure. Isu and then Haset. What's interesting about Osiris is he is the Christ figure for the Egyptians. Oh. He is died and reincarnated. So for him to be paired with death, not surprised. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So she's an Egyptian goddess, but she's um, spread into like Europe more so. And she bleeds considered- into the Romans and Greeks too. Yeah. Yeah. 
and she's considered to be the goddess of motherhood, medicine, marriage, fertility, and magic. There you go. Motherhood. There's another theme. Mm -hmm. It is, honestly. So her origin is a bit unclear, but some people believe that she may have originated, originate, whatever. Originated. Originated. Yeah, that word. In the Sinai, Sinai, I don't know, Sinai, that sounds right. Go, go with Sinai, yeah. Um, Others think it was as a fetish in Lower Egypt. Ooh, like, fuck you. Like, no, we're not doing that. Eat dicks. Um, Wait, isn't that the point of a fetish is to eat dicks? I mean, maybe. It depends on the fetish. <laughs> I'm just saying, it gets your rocks off. There's a fetish for a fetish. rubber balloons, for fuck's sake. I know, I used it for the one dare. I know, I loved it. I hate women. Okay. So her cult is, like, what they called her following, which I don't like using. Well, cult cult. in in this sense is not, like, in the exact same sense as the modern cult. Right. But it is a cult, a group of worshippers that exclusively take her as their singular deity. Okay. And they're going to do some crazy cockamamie shit to honor this deity. I mean, that makes sense. I just think cult has, like, a negative connotation with it. Well, a lot of things over time gain negative connotations. I think, again, that's that post-Christian thing. You don't want to be in a cult. That's pagan. That's evil. But in reality, cults were worship. Yeah. Christianity is a cult. It is. In the positive sense of the word. Right. But I hate when words take on negative connotations when yeah. they're not originally. It's like the swastika also comes out of Hindu and it means life and sunshine. And the Nazis are like, kill the Jews with it. And now everybody sees the swastika and thinks Nazis no. and not a symbol of life. You know? That's fucked. Same thing with the trident. That used to be a sign of Poseidon, the god of the sea. And now it's the sign of the devil. Thanks, Christians. The devil. I could do this for hours. I'm not going to. But the devil's fine. So her call isn't limited to just her area. Like we said, her she was worshipped temples all over Europe, everywhere. She was often called the goddess with 10,000 names. Cool. Which I loved. I was like, yeah. In Egypt, she's associated with Hathor and Sekhmet? Sekhmet? Sure. Yeah. In <laughs> Greece, she's associated with Athena. It's S-E-K-H-M-E-T. I I know what it is. What is it? I, I mean, I know the spelling. Oh. I said, I think it's sec. Oh, okay. I thought you were like going to tell me what it was. I was like, oh. No. In Greece, she's associated with Athena and Persephone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My girl. Right? She I'm becomes like, okay. Hakate later. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just, never mind. We're not going to get into it. Okay. Whatever. Um, one myth is that her tears are the reason for the Nile River flooding every year, which, like, I kind of love. Which is life-giving. Did you you know that the Nile River is, like, the only river that flows south to north? Really? Yeah. Because of the mountains in the south. At least I'm pretty certain that's the reason. Okay, so, like, this is kind of where it gets fucked up again. Incest. So, set which was Isis's brother, was jealous of her husband and planned on killing him. So he started a fucked up game and put a chest on the ground and made everyone lay in it. The one that fit the best got to keep it. He trapped Osiris in it and threw it in the Nile. The coffin floats. I called it a coffin. It's a chest. 
floats down until it hits Bilbus, where it gets trapped in a tree. So he trapped her fucking brother in a coffin and put it in the river. (laughs) Fuck you, bro. That's some mafia shit right there. Right? So then the king took it into his palace, and Isis had to make a plan to get it back. Because she's like, listen, bro, you're not getting me. Like, I'm going to keep that. So her family, which I found that a lot of them are, like, connected family-wise. So her father was Geb, the god of the earth. Her mother was Nut, the goddess of the sky. She married her brother Osiris. So he was her brother. Yeah, this is another common theme you're going to see with the death goddesses going forward, where one parent is of the earth, the one is the sky, and she is of the water. It covers all of the uh, realms. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So she married You're also going to see a lot of incest. Her other brother was jealous of her, and so that was set. And then her sister is... That was, like, jealous of fucking everything. That's fair. Her sister is the one that I couldn't pronounce. Is the Nepsis? Yes. And she had one, two, three, four, five kids. So her children were Horus, Anubis, Messi, Happy, and Tomatev? Yeah. Sure. Just commit. Don't don't question it. Just commit. That was me and my Aztec pronunciation, right? You just you just commit to whatever it is. I'm just like, see, listen, I'm, I'm see, sorry. I'm not familiar with Isis being one of the Egyptians. I'm more familiar with her from whichever one it is, Greek or Roman. I mm-hmm. know like the, the lords of the underworld and death more as Anubis and uh, the two that uh, deal with the scales. Okay. Those are the ones I know as like the death gods. Right. Yeah, there are statuaries, though, of Isis for worship at the Indigo Owl, which is our local culture shop that I always go mm-hmm. on about. So she she is very iconographic. Her iconography is very easy to recognize. Which we have to go there, and I did. I got an email from them recently. They have this new fun moon ritual box I want to get. It's beautiful. I was there this morning because I took Beatrix for her Reiki session this morning there. Which I hope went well. Yes. Did it? I mean, yeah, she was surprisingly, like, spry after a Reiki session. Good. And the guy was like, "That's you're going to see that. And he, he, he even said uh, Beatrix had a few words with him and uh, shared them with me. And it's going to be really fun to talk to when we get him on the podcast. Yeah. He's agreed to come on and talk about Reiki. We're just waiting for Brandy to get the Reiki so that we can have a full conversation. So I'm gonna I'll force- get it, but I want like the actual in-person one. So no, I'll, yeah, we're waiting for after green. That's all, and we're yeah. just waiting for the, so the that where they can physically do the reiki and not the distance right. reiki. But my fish right didn't fall under that because mm-hmm. he could hold the bowl, so he took the oh, bowl okay. in the back and did it. That's not violating the you know the the uh, right <sighs> quarantine regulations are not for fish. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So. Isis is typically appears to be a human with elegance and the mythological essence of a goddess, where Kali kind of looked more like a typical goddess. Mm-hmm. Isis is more like the human form with like the essence of the goddess. Probably has- because of what Dex said, right? Like there, there are so much strong death deities 
like mm-hmm. males that they didn't need and over like they they softened it for her exactly so she wears a vulture headdress i'm in right i was no. like Fuck yeah <laughs> i um, want that oh so fun story or fun fact so um only birds that you know the like old thing like oh don't pick a baby bird up because the mother will smell it that's bullshit the only birds that have a good sense of smell are the ones that devour raw meat or carcasses so vultures so So yeah carnivorous birds i love it well not necessarily carnivorous because technically hawks are carnivorous they can't smell Uh, a little mouse running it's more of a sight thing oh okay i did not know it's very specifically the ones that feed on already dead decaying animals because they have to be able to smell where the hell their damn dead food is oh that makes sense so she's also depicted in a long gown and egyptian jeweled collar so like what i would want to wear all the time every day she has a papyrus scepter and Ink, Onk. in hands, onk. Sure, in I have hands. one on my arm. Wait, like, see, this my is mom has onk. one on her boob. Oh, okay. Yeah, this thing. Okay, so that's in her hands. Yeah, it's a symbol of life. Okay, and, and then it's she a has symbol of a woman's vagina. Okay, whatever. She has wings down both her arms. There are some beautiful dresses, Brandy. I got to send you. Um, where they're these Egyptian dresses with these gold wings and things attached. That's what I was picturing. Like, kind of like a cape, but down your arms. Yeah. You know? She has a crown, which is a horn of rams. Or, like, horns. So it's, like, horns surrounding a sun disk. So what I'm picturing is, like, a sundial with just, like, spiked horns kind of coming out of it. You're 100% right. Um, And then her symbology... No, her symbolism. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is a paradox moment. Oh my god, it's symbolism. symbolism. It's called symbolism. symbolism. Wine. It's called wine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the theft, which is the buckle or knot of the goddesses. And Justine, it represents the female reproductive organ. You're welcome. It represents the vagina. Yeah, I should have let her get there. Yeah. I'm sure she would have wrote down the word vagina in her notes. No, it says organs. Yeah, it's more like the uterus and everything, but... Yeah. wrote down the word vagina. I was so so ready for... I was here for it. And then that represents life. Um, A sept, which is a star that marks the beginning of, like, a new year or, like, a new beginning. Mm -hmm. And then her animals are a cow, a snake scorpion swallow hawk and a dove so she goes all the way from like a big old cow to like a little scorpion cows are common for death deities same thing with bulls why i will get into it when we get to the morgon okay i promise you i i I will get there okay i'm on it that's all i have yay brandy the one i have the most on is how do you say this one? You gave me difficult names. Oh, Santa Muerta. Santa Muerta. Yeah, Santa sure. Muerta. My R's don't do that thing. You don't oh. need to do it. That It's not a double R. Yeah, it it's on a roll. Listen, my R's do not like me. 
That's all so you need it's to really know. funny because I'm actually on an episode of Dexter where they have a Santa Muerta killer. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah, they did. Where they like to cut the people's heads off and then remove their tongue and eyes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I remember that one. Kind of give it a Black Dahlia smile. I remember that one. It was fucked up. I don't right? remember that one. All right. So you ready for Magoin? Yeah. All right. So there's like three set spellings on this one. And I was upset because this is the only one of my goddesses I could not find a book. I even contacted religious studies departments from two colleges trying to get sources on the Philippine goddess. Could not oh, get wow. anything. Did you contact anyone in the Philippines? No. I don't. I, hello, Philippines. If you want to send me an email, <laughs> I'd be happy to. But I did find articles online so we're gonna go with those I, they're not as in depth um, yeah it's not it's not the full they're not the type of, of of research resource that our stephanie would prefer yeah true but it's not burn she's a research snob and i'm just like listen i found an article online here's my link figure it out well what's interesting <laughs> is the article i'm using is talking about a full moon eclipse in pisces and i guess we're coming up on a full moon eclipse Coming up for Strawberry Moon or something crazy? So, I'm entirely sure. Oh, is that why my life's a hot fucking mess right now? Well, I was gonna say, is. I just, I just saw this thing that was like, so when X major world event happened, there was a full moon in this, and then like they showed three of them, and they're like, so that's all happening. Like all three of those are happening this year. <laughs> Might explain some things. Yeah, explain some shit. So. This year can go fuck itself because I've had enough. We're only halfway through, ladies. It's June. I know. My roommate, Tiffany, literally has stress hives right now because we're moving and it is so stressful. My body decided, hey, she has hives all the time. Let's not give her that. She knows how to handle it. Let's give her her period two weeks in a row. Ew. Fuck me. I'm done. (laughs) So done. You can see the done on your face. Like I'm just so over it. I'm like, I'm done. Uh, My mama still wants to slap me into next year. Uh, I will accept. (laughs) Right? Like, take me out, please. All right. Well, let's see if we can frame up this last goddess in the full moon. All right. She's the only one I'm going to do this with. So here we are. So she comes from a Filipino tradition called Baisayan or an ethnic group called Visayans. Not entirely sure. Again, primordial, existing before time and before mankind. And then she, along with Captan, god of the sky, that she created humans, also cementing her link to creation. So I have a quote, so I'm going to try to not butcher this quote because I've been doing a lot of reading these episodes. At the very beginning, there was nothing in the world except for the sea, sky, and nothing in between. Within the world, there was only the sky god, Captain, and the sea goddess, Magawain. They fought each other intensely and violently, Magawain throwing her strong typhoon waves upon the sky and Captain throwing large rocks and lightning back down. This long, bitter feud between the two deities lasted for a long time, until one day they drew the sky and the sea closer together and created the islands. The sea and the sky deities ceased their fighting, coming together as friends and eventually lovers. They married, Captain planting a seed in the sea where it soon became a bamboo reed. 
out of the bamboo emerged the first man and the first woman. So he, uh, what is it? He um, fertilized her ocean or whatever. (laughs) So you got the yin-yang again happening here where she was formed by a supreme god, which was Canlon, and balanced out by Captan. And uh, she also personifies the ocean that covers the entire planet. And the ocean's life-giving, right? It's what makes us that planet. She seemed to be a matriarch in that she was nurturing, calming, level-headed. People worshipped her as a great mother goddess and provider, again, like these other death deities. But you don't want to piss mommy off because she gets angered and ruthless. She can cause tsunamis, floods, and damaging rains. So she might have been on her period on one of the last <laughs> tsunamis that happened. Her archetype- Probably deserved it. Hey, so there's People been uh, earthquakes by Yellowstone. I fucking heard. Listen, is that what's going to happen next? We're all going to blow up? Well, so here's, here's, here's the thing. It's actually kind of normal for that area. Okay, good. So, like, we're just going to blow up, right? Like, I'm fine with this. But my husband's got a super volcano for July. I've got the purge. Nice. If it's the purge, can we... Never mind, I'm not going there. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, we might want to try to invoke these death deities caring natures to wade us through the catastrophes that are seeming to unfold. Take me out, please. All right. Well, my goddess, right? Her archetype is that of a mature, naked woman carrying a conch shell or a baby, and sometimes both. And she could be accompanied by other sea goddess, maybe her daughter, they're not sure, but that's named uh, Ligat. Ladat. L-I-D-A-G-A-T. Have fun with that one. Ladigat. There you go. So, like women, I like to think that we can transform easily and like we wear many hats. So she's a shapeshifter. She keeps that magical conch shell, and if she blows in it three times, she can transform herself to battle any sea creatures that challenge her rule over the sea. So Even mermaids? Yes. Um, so, like, if, like, Godzilla rose out of the sea, she could blow on this conch shell and come to fight him. <laughs> Wait, I want that. Right? Right? It's- it's pretty incredible what she can do with this, this seashell. But I feel um, like I would always turn into a shark and just kill people and eat them. Bye. Sure. Have a nice life. I'm going to cut your arm off now. Well, so the, the link to water, right? This is the best goddess to highlight the link to water. So water lubricates the world, right? <sighs> it facilitates uh, birth. It, she's what? Jumping, you said lubricate, so now she's thinking sex. A good book is a key to emotional freedom. Cast off your shackles, escape the mundane. Journey with me to Solus, a complex, magical world brought to life in vivid detail with characters you'll both love and hate. Immerse yourself in the lives of Lotus, Mist, Toll, and Greyotch, individuals brought together by a daring quest, an attempted murder, broken vows, and ties that bind. 
What will you discover as the story unfolds and the relationships evolve? Find out in Strands of Solace, rewoven by Cheryl Sukacek, available now on Amazon. Well, I no, I just thought it was funny. She 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 chose the term lubricate. I thought it was funny. Brandy just had a look of I can't believe you just did that. It's I a legit term. I couldn't believe you laughed at it. I was like, "You're a grown ass woman." No, I'm not. Did you ladies forget that we have a T-shirt that says "T Penis"? <laughs> yeah, you who started that remind you. <laughs> Wait, say it again. No, I want Sal Maiden to put it on Patreon. I hate you. Why hey, is my voice always on Patreon? Because you have the high-pitched voice. It's perfect for a notification. <laughs> what, Justine? Moist. <laughs> okay, guys. Water's life-giving. But in this culture... <laughs> I hate you so much. Hands are so mature, let me tell you. <laughs> I never said I was a grown-up. <laughs> my sign in my dining room said, not a grow-up, okay? That's fair. <laughs> okay, so water. In this culture, if I may, <laughs> all flows to the underworld. It's one of the few deities. Oh, river sticks. Yes, water. So this is also true in this culture. And through these these bodies of water, the deity can enter the realm of the spirits. And that's why she's often represented by vast bodies of water. So these rivers, ponds, oceans, seas, lakes, fords, they're going to come up. They're liminal. They're transitional of space. I mean, we didn't even uncover the entire bottom of the ocean floor, right? So it goes into that great, deep, dark unknown. So perfect place for the underworld, right? Um, Her death goddess sometimes is credited to the fact that in a version of the creation story, her only daughter died of brokenheartedness. Um, Me? Yeah. (laughs) You waiting to get proposed to? (laughs) <laughs> right. So, so Brandy's going to become a white woman. Or She's a woman not supposed to drown her kids for that. She doesn't have kids. No, not necessarily. There are a handful of stories where it is a woman in her wedding dress waiting for her love to come back and marry uh, her. You're right. Yes. Fuck, guys. I'm so sad. You're screwed. I'm coming to haunt you both. Good fucking luck. <laughs> Bye. Well, Magawain's got your back. So she was so grief-stricken, she followed her daughter's soul into purgatory. It's called Sulad, I think. And she took up the role as the fairy woman of the souls to be near her. She ferries the souls to the underworld in her boat across a spiritual river called Laganban, which divides Sulad and Sad, the land of the ancestors. So again, that's so, a river. Ferryman. In these, is the underworld bad? No, it's part of life. It's where you go. Okay. What sucks is, is like, okay, so like, there are some theories about the version of underworld that you go to. Okay. So purgatory is just this holding place. 
right right where they're still trying to figure out what it's to the do waiting line you. at the dmv pretty much there's different versions like um valhalla if you're a victorious victor then you go to that heaven and if you're not a warrior you go to a different heaven or you're cursed to a different area so the underworld just literally means the underworld the world beyond life so your underworld could be reflective of your station in life, things like that. And it could be good. It's okay. just where the dead souls go. All these ancestors are hanging out on this part of the underworld, right? They're not the bad guys. They're not in hell, but they're in this underworld waiting to help guide the living and waiting for you to join them in this land of ancestors so you become an ancestor yourself and help guide the future generation so it's actually a very nice thought right but for Did them you see um black panther yes no so like the scene where like they have to um like kill him and then bring him back as like the tribal leader warrior uh, the Black mm-hmm. Panther, like that realm he goes to where he sees his ancestors. That's kind of how I imagine it. Yeah. Well, and, oh, okay. The underworld is a place. Your experience in that place is what is your heaven or your hell. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. The Christians took heaven and made it a place, like the place of the gods where you go and meet them. But Get you have to be brother. extraordinary for that. You have to be extraordinary to be placed among the gods. The heaven was considered for the gods, not for the mortal souls. Okay. I so. think that's where I'm still like the underworld is bad because like Christians. Yeah, like that's how we were raised and that's how like it's ingrained in my mind. Yeah. Where like but, that's bad and you don't want to go there. Well, maybe by the time we're done with the Death Goddess series, you can suspend that and just There's oh, yeah. between hell and the underworld. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, so, which is crazy, right? Okay, so she's ushering your soul to the land of the ancestors, and she's highly venerated as a mother goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, when the Spanish came and introduced Christianity, the worship of Magawin was inevitably replaced by the veneration of the blessed Virgin Mary as the great mother of humanity. So, oh. in the end, she suffered the same fate as Captain, who the worship diminished as time went by. However, her fame endured the test of time. So you're just seeing them roll it over to the Virgin Mary and they're still holding on to those beliefs, which is lovely. She's also one of the few female deities to have control over the sea compared to many mythological traditions around the world um, who usually have male sea deities. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's showing a respect and a quality of women received in a time of their pre-colonial ancestors. So women that Christianity introduced a patriarchal society when it could have possibly been more matriarchal. You'll also see this happen a lot of time in these cultures when we're looking at these death goddesses. Magawan is the equivalent to the Greek Poseidon, as I just said, uh, ruler of Pisces. So like I said, at the time, this article was written during a full moon lunar, lunar eclipse that happened in September of 2016. So they called it a very emotionally energized eclipse with a cathartic edge. So I'm going to read this because I feel like 
there's still lessons we can take from this comparison, even though it's from four years ago, going into some of these other full moons. So when the moon is in Pisces, it says go with the flow, let go, surrender. That's pretty much what water is, right? If you tread water, you get tired and you can drown. Mm -hmm. Just let go and float and go with, go with the flow, they say. Then you live, you survive. And there's so many times when we're trying to impose our will onto things that we can't. Mm -hmm. So you need to let go. And there's something sacred about this painful process because sometimes pain is a breakthrough. It's hard to bust through it just to let go. The very act of turning towards pain is the start of a healing journey by transforming a wound into strength. During a full moon eclipse, the boundaries between the spirit world and the living world are blend. So you can get some very vivid dreams, coincidences, deja vu. Uh, Following signs say, listen for the message. Ask your ancestors for guidance. Trust in the universe. Full moon eclipses open a portal for closure, healing on a deep soul level. And that's something that I experienced through my death goddess, right? Like even my therapist said, you're not talking in these fatalistic terms anymore that you came and faced your, your death and things, you know? And it was that death deity, that great mother that brought me there. And I just went with the flow. I think it's a lesson we all need when the moon is an eclipse too, to, oh, yeah. to pain. And the last thing I have for you is the next total lunar eclipse, like total, seen for where we are, will be um, July 4th. So by the time this comes out, it'll have passed, but just so you know. Will yeah. it really? Yeah, July no. 4th, 2020. It's a pre-numeral lunar eclipse. How far ahead are we? Won't this episode be out in two weeks? Yep. Oh, yeah. It's that's June, right, honey. Yeah, Sorry, I, like, I just saw on. the fourth, and it's today is, I was very- is the second, and we record ahead of time because we're working but witches, okay? I was so, very confused. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. Yeah, you got a total lunar Where's eclipse. That lunar- Are we going to be able to see that lunar eclipse? From the U.S. The entire no. U.S. will be able to see a pre-numeral lunar eclipse happening July 4th, 2020. So, so we're going to together for that, right? You guys both what? talked at the same time, so try I'm taking sorry. turns. Go ahead. I don't Go. remember my question now. You asked if we were going to be together for that. Yes. Are Duh. we going to get together for the lunar eclipse? We should because, yes, Brandy, our lives are total shit yeah. shows. Um, yeah. Hi. Welcome to our life. <laughs> hey, uh, is that the reason my life is a total shit show right now? That's why everybody's life is a total shit show right now. Because, like, I'm so, just ready to, like, It's not that bad. Die. Look, sometimes destruction needs to happen to make way for new and better things, like forest fires that completely ravage a place out of the ashes. It fertilizes the soil in a new way, and you get this amazing plant growth. Oh, yeah, oh, no, that's how Snooki the bear that. fucked up. Okay. Way to bring it back full circle, Dex. I'm proud of you. So, like, listen. <laughs> I mean, if you need more um, inf- information as a listener, go read the blog. Yes, we're going to have to do that. Um, you need to go do that now. <laughs> Steph, will you send me the link for that little thing you just read us? Oh, no. for the moon in Pisces? Yeah. For the Magawain? Yeah, I mean, she's a perfect yeah. death deity to look at right now with this upcoming eclipse and all of this shit going on. That's why I thought it was really important that we start looking at these death goddesses. We're going through some really traumatic shit as, as a country, as a planet, mm-hmm. right? What, I, I, feel like- I, I, 
I think I have uh, a little bit of an idea of part of why all, all the shit in our country is going on. But what hopefully is, is through this destruction and all of this bad, there's inevitably a good that is going to come out of it. We saw me trying to look at that with Mangala. Even Brandy was trying to do that looking at Mangala. Like we're trying, there is a silver well, lining. This We I, have I mean, to have death to have reverse. That, that's just kind of how life goes. Like you have the bad moments to have the good moments. You can't appreciate the good moments if you don't have the bad moments. I'm hoping that by speaking about the death goddesses, we're invoking them to give us strength through all the shit that we're going through. Like, it'll help you stand up. It's going to help you get that new job. It's going to, you know, you're going to learn to speak for yourself and find your own inner goddess, you know? Mm-hmm. These goddesses are big, bad bitches, and I'm the softest, most marshmallow person you've ever known. So for me to stand up and have a moment of strength, that has to come from something beyond myself. See, I need that right now because, like, I just want to cry all the time so i could get you a, a statue of kali and you'd be appreciative 100 percent. okay i'm gonna do that You're we'll put it one. in my new house that yes. i staged yesterday everyone laughed i literally have smokeless sage and i just sprayed it around the entire house and my new roommate was like i told you no witchy things and i was like listen i'm a haunted <laughs> bitch we need to Eat sage this bitch i was like uh-uh we're done and he goes, okay, just no, like, Ouija boards? And I was like, yeah, no, I didn't bring that yet. He goes, what do you mean, yet? And I was like, hi, Adam. I was like, I'm going to bring that. He goes, we got to play like, on a Ouija board for Patreon. We've got to do 100%. it. 100%. We'll do it in my haunted apartment because I'm a haunted bitch. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Game on. So as soon as I move this. everything out, we'll do it in the empty apartment and make it worse. All right. So I think we hit a point where we need a phobia because we're talking about fear. We're talking about chaos and destruction. I need a good phobia for this one, Dex. I believe in you. All right. I chose three because I didn't know exactly what we might cover. I'm saving the best one for the end of this. And of course, Steph had to bring up that one that I could have had. So choose a number between one and three. Two. Two. Yeah, two's good. All right. We're going with two. Parthenophobia. Parthenophobia. Yeah, parthenophobia. It's P-A-R-T-H-E-N-O phobia. What is it? It is the fear of young women or virgins. <laughs> we were talking about death goddesses. I might I thought young women or virgins might come into play. They typically do in god and goddesses. They will, yeah. But, oh no, it's a virgin. Run! Run away, I'm scared. Stick your penis in it. It's fine. It's not a virgin anymore. That's the problem. I don't know why I just automatically took that male. Like, women can be afraid of virgins too, but I just took it as a male and just like, put your penis in it. It's fine. It's like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> yes. I, I need to draw that now. Oh God. God has helped me. <laughs> Help us a virgin save me. I don't think 
Steph has laughed that hard the entire fucking time I've known her. No. <laughs> I'm actually having stomach acid come up because I'm laughing so much. Yep, yep, I killed actually I killed her. I've got broken a new way. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so on the note of virgins, because I broke stuff in a new way, I popped some sort of cherry. I'm crying laughing. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I never thought. I... Oh, my face hurts. I gotta be done. Oh, this cat be is done. so disappointed in us right now. <laughs> okay, so how about I give you an offensive dare, non-offensive dare? <laughs> I'll take an offensive one. Right? We don't do offensive dares. Damn it. Is it gotta be safe? Because people are stupid on the internet, and I'm not liable for that shit. No, you're not wrong, because I'll fight somebody. Okay, my darling witches, it's time for your weekly non-offensive dare. You must be a Patreon to participate so you can earn points for your house. Each month, the house with the most points gets to vote on weekly non-offensive dares, topics of future episodes, and so much more. Each week, once you've gotten your dare, you must safely and creatively complete a post on social media so that we can see that you've done the task. You can tag us at Twitter at Macabre Academy, or you can tag us on Instagram at The Macabre Academy, and you must include a hashtag with your house name to obtain the points. The world is a fucked up place. These dares are designed to bring silliness and random acts of kindness into the world. You must safely complete your dare. If you are unsafe, your points will not be counted. You can also earn additional points for your house by being the first to submit episode corrections to us at themacabacademy at gmail.com. Also, if we use your ideas or stories in a future episode, more points may be awarded. Let's return to the podcast to see what your weekly non-offensive dare will be. All right, how do you want to pick a number this time? 28. 28. (gasps) Okay. That's appropriate. Let's do that. Dear Patreons, I dare you to open a window and scream how much you love your mom or your dad. Okay. Or or step dead people. Step Step parents fine too. That's cool, but you have I to yell. I thought you were gonna say step thing. No, and step. I thought that would be funnier. Just say parents. Just step thing. Parental figure. All right. If you're raised by your nana, scream out the fucking window and say, "Hey, I fucking love my nana." Like I, I want you to proclaim your love to the universe at the top of your lungs. I think that's a good dare this week. We're talking about female deities right mm-hmm. it is i'm just thinking about how pissed off and confused my neighbors are gonna be that's the oh, point I'm so excited but you're proclaiming your love it's not uh, uh, it's not something done out of anger but it's gonna be unusual but it's gonna be it'll be fun i think also getting a, a 30 second video of that on instagram would be pretty pretty awesome so i guess i'm gonna do this dare i'm gonna take one for the team this will be my dare to do i need you to look at my cat's face right now he's so mad at me 
<laughs> he's disappointed in me. This entire time, he's been staring at me like this. Just like, bitch, what are you doing? Go to bed. Hey, we're done, though. We can leave. He's an asshole. All right. Okay. So, do you think you're going to be ready for Waco next recording session? Yes. Great. All right. So, you're going to get a break from the Death Goddesses, and we're going to look at Waco. Then, hopefully, I'll have my friend Susie on here. Um, We're going to be talking about Satanism when uh, Susie comes on the show. So, I need emails. Um, Things you want clarified. Uh topics for discussion um she's they are researching a lot right now on what they want to talk about um sorry okay. I have to make sure i use the right pronouns i want to be respectful of Susie, but i still would like the listeners to send in questions for them so that way we can still keep the discussion going you know if if you're a listener i want you to be engaged in the podcast i want you on the patreon i want you on the twitter twitter's macabre academy Instagram, The Macabre Academy, all of it. Um, you're going to get me. Let's have a chat. Let's have a discussion so I can get you the information you want. Okay? Sounds good? Please Let's do it. Please ask appropriate questions and not the stereotypical ones. Oh, no. I'll feed out. I, I will weed out that bullshit. I, I don't want any of that bullshit. I, 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 will, I will weed it out. No. Uh-huh. There is no such thing you. as a stupid question unless you, <laughs> you say You actually looked a little bit scary there for a second, break. Yeah. Just hide up in the corner of your camera. Hmm. Like some creepy ceiling bitch. Okay, guys. I we're done this week. Okay. All right. So what what did we learn today Dark. that we want to send away our listeners with? That I can't pronounce things to save my life. I had one. Um oh. it was about that little excerpt you read for uh the moon in Pisces, the full moon in Pisces. We're going through some shit. And we need the death goddesses more than ever. That's that's what I'm getting out of this. The world needs help. We're (laughs) fucked. Especially the U.S. right now? Kind of fucked. Because guess what? The entire U.S. is on an Indian burial ground. Is it? It's fucked. Oh my god, we're stuck in the movie. What is that, Poltergeist? Yep. (laughs) Listen, though. Like, we really are fucked. All right, I've tried to end this three times. Can we? Can we? Can we go yes. now? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Bye, guys. Have a great Bye. week. Bye. Bye. Where's the end button? Oh, there it is. Got it. <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by Nerdy Witch in partnership with Sound Maiden. We want to thank all of our wonderful Patreons. For updates, please follow the Macabre Academy on Facebook. Remember to like, share, and listen exclusively on Buzzsprout. Soon, we'll be available wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>